Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels, where we challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today, I cannot guarantee that it won't be emotional again, but <laughs> um, today we are going to be talking about higher self. And I think the big thing for us today that we would like to touch on is this question that you know, some oftentimes we ask ourselves, and I've definitely had clients in the past um, ask, and they're like, well, why am I working so hard? Why am I even like doing all these things when it's not even like showing up or maybe the scale isn't moving or maybe I'm just, I'm not seeing the results that I, I'm, I'm working so hard. Why am I doing it? So I'd love for you, Victoria, what does that mean to you? And, and what is the big message you'd like to share here? Well, hello. <laughs> I probably sound a little nasally. We had a little snot crying session before <laughs> this. Um, but I, I know that like the last few episodes, we've kind of been talking about the scale. And um, I think for both of us, it was like kind of an eye-opening uh, accountability check. Mm -hmm. And in that, I've, you've taken a step back from the scale and I've take, I'm, I'm on um, vacation for the next two weeks. So I'm not even close to a scale or I'm not going to spend the energy to acquire one <laughs> um, or the money. And I, I think that it kind of causes you to shift perspectives, shift focus. Um, and so one of the things that I've been focusing on, trying to focus on is just what would the best version of me, what would that person do? And kind of taking it back to like December 4th days, like really going back to like when I was hyper-focused on just being the healthiest with food, with all of those things related to like eating, like all of the things and just saying, what would somebody with a healthy relationship with food do? Now, that's not the question that I'm typically asking myself at this point, because that is that pressure has lessened. Um, it kind of just comes naturally, but it's mostly been, okay, if you're not seeing results, are you the type of person that's still going to be consistent and still persevere and still build that resilience? Or are you just going to check out because you don't have tangible evidence that you are doing the work? So that kind of came to my mind on Friday. And I was like, Kelsey, I think we're going to talk about that. So yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. It's been, no, I love it. I, I really, really love this topic so, so much because um, this is just, this is the way that I go about everything. And again, I'll like kind of be quoting, like I'll talk a lot about Atomic Habits. I know you and I both yeah. really appreciate James Clear and his book, Atomic Habits. And it really is this idea of releasing the outcome, right? Because it's that idea again that, champions or um, those winners and losers all have the same goal, right? <laughs> and so it, clearly the goal or the outcome isn't always like the key, it, but it is about who you can become. And I really, like we talked about that in our co group coaching call today, that it's, it's never about arriving. Yeah. It's about the, the honest pursuit and the becoming. And I remember one of them, so Alex Hermosi, if you're Anyway, if you're in, I'm close to him right now. 
You are close to him. Oh my gosh. I look up at the, I look up at the penthouses in Vegas and I'm like, oh, Alex. Layla. Oh my gosh. Like if no, if no one knows there's Alex and Layla Harmozy who are like, they're in their early thirties and like are entrepreneurs who built these like we have million. crushes on them. We have crushes. It's like it's it's fine. <laughs> but like one of the things I remember him saying in one of his like podcasts was saying that like you can be successful right now. Right now. Like you can actually be a success right now. And it's like it doesn't matter about how much money. Like there's billionaires who don't feel successful. And then there's like, you know, uh, what's it called? Like someone who maybe like just homeless or whatever it doesn't matter but they may find themselves to be successful and it's just it doesn't matter about like the measuring stick that you're using it it's about the pursuit it's about you honestly pursuing living out your personal values and becoming the best version of yourself and as long as you know not anyone else, but as long as you know that when you lay your head down on the pillow, that you did the best that you possibly could that day, that is success. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that like the outcome will come. It yeah. really will. Like it is, it, it's inevitable, but like there's this thing, have you ever heard of the law of detachment? Mm-mm. Okay. So this is part of manifestation. Like And this is something I talk about with anybody. I've had clients who are like really into um, dating and um, it or not, not it, but they really want somebody (laughs) like they're not into, I don't know anybody who's like really into dating, (laughs) Um, but like they, they really, really want somebody. And the problem is, is the more that you're like, but I want it, I want it, I want it. The more you focus on the want, the more you're focusing on the lack. And so, and whatever you focus on expands. So all you're doing is putting yourself further away from the things that you want. So the law of detachment is detaching from the outcome that whether I have this thing or not, I will still be happy. I will still be fine. I will still keep doing the things that I want. Um, And like, just knowing that no matter what I'm good and it puts your focus on that appreciation of what you already have it puts that focus on realizing that I'm already whole as I am. I am whole. Um, and that can be with anything, right? Like I, I've used to really focus on, I need more money. I need more money. Or it could be, I need to look a certain way. I need to have a flat stomach or I need to whatever, have this number on the scale, or it could be, I need to be in a relationship. Then, you know, when I have blank, then I will be happy. I will be filled with joy. I will be at peace. I will feel good about myself, blah, blah, blah. And it's the law of detachment is like, those things can be great, but either way, I know I'm still good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, until you had put it to me, like when we first met, like, why don't you just start doing those things? Like, why don't you start, you know, choosing the foods that would make you feel good, the, your ideal you or your highest, I mean, people say like highest self, ideal you, it's whatever you want it to be. But I think that when you start focusing on that, like the, my issues with the scale the last few weeks, like that, that is not the thing that I'm focused on. It's the, it's the, well, what would that person do? Are they going to be sitting there? Like, are they going to go, you know, catch an Uber in Vegas and go to the target and go get a scale? No, (laughs) 
like they're gonna go enjoy the 113 degree weather and the blazing hot sun and like and go out for good food and go walk and see things like that's not the type of person I don't want to be that person that is like obsessive and um like can't enjoy things and can't be present in the moment um and so one of the things that I've been doing is just like okay well what would my boundaries look like what would my um what would my routines look like what would my ideal day look like there's a I mean you can go on Pinterest and look up like highest self prompts and you'll have journal prompts for the rest of your life yeah um but those have been the things that I've been trying to focus on not to say that I haven't had tearful moments like the moment before this but (laughs) that has been the I guess pursuit and I think that well interestingly enough somebody I had a family event a week of this last weekend and this lady came up and was talking to me and was like oh my gosh like your story is so inspiring yada 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 and was like she's like I'm just so scared like I can't do anything like I just feel like I'm like scared of my goal weight. And I was like, well, that's weird. I've never been scared of my goal weight. And like, I had gotten, we had gone through the whole conversation and I was like, what if you just started doing the things that you want to do? Like, why are you holding yourself back? And obviously I could just be telling this myself, but she was like, so fixated on this, like certain number and this certain specific time in her life. And I was just saying like, why don't you just start incorporating those things in your life and be obsessed with the journey, not this I mean, if that worked at that point in your life, if it actually worked, you'd still be there, right? Mm-hmm. Like you'd mm-hmm. still be there. Um, and so I think when I've mentioned to you like certain weight numbers, like was I mentally where I'm at now then? No. And if I was, it, it would I wouldn't be here. So I think just remembering, like having that awareness and maybe it's just like a few questions, like what would, you know, would the person you want to be, do they journal every day? I would like to keep, you know, record of exciting things and grateful moments and shitty moments and like joyous moments. Um, and, and you can do these in different aspects or avenues of your life. So it can be with food. It can be with working out. It can be with routines. Finances was a big one that Mm -hmm. like you and I worked on when you lived here. Um, and so, yeah, it, it does really bleed, I think, into, every aspect of your life. And you start asking yourself those questions like at work when nobody's watching and you know, you could just make this super easy and like get, be done with work. No, the right, the right thing to do, the integral, you know, type of thing that I want to do is put my best foot forward. Even if somebody's not checking my work, like those are the types of things I think it keeps you in check as a person, but it also is building character along the way. That was a long ramble. No, I loved it. I loved it. Like that's like, I think the things that we have talked about, like act as if, yeah. act as if you are already that type of person that would have food freedom. Like, and I, I'm like, if I were somebody who had food freedom or if, if I were somebody who's never had an issue with food, what yeah. would I be doing? If yep. I was somebody who was in a healthy, lean body, what would I be, you know, like just acting and that whole idea of, um, and we were talking about it again in our coaching call was just like, be it until you become it. Yeah. Like act as if you are that type of person until you become it. And this is like kind of the idea too, they had talked about like with money, like if people are just like inherited or like they get the, um, 
what's it called? They, they get the lottery. They'll hit the lottery. Oh, yeah. And then like they they're within a year, they're bankrupt. Right. And it's because it's just like all this potential energy. But if you haven't figured out and learned the habits of understanding wealth, understanding money management, like that's what ends up happening. You are not a wealthy person. That's the other, I know I keep going back to money, but like there's this whole idea of like, if you were to take all of the money in the world and then evenly distribute it out to everyone. So everyone had the exact same amount. You give it a certain amount of time and all the wealthy people would end up back with that amount of money Mm -hmm. and the poor people would end up back. And it's because of your habits and it's because of the actions and the, and the type of person that you are acting as if each and every day. And so, but just recognizing that, like, the big thing is that it doesn't matter where you are today in this moment. It doesn't. And that's the really cool thing is it really is all about your trajectory. Like, I love that idea of like the, the plane, like the airplane Mm -hmm. um, thing where like, if an airplane were to take off at LAX and it's aiming for New York city, but the pilot were to shift the plane just three degrees, it would end up in Washington, DC. And so recognizing that it's not that we need to make these massive, huge changes, but these small little changes, these things of you, of you journaling every single day, of you going for your walks every single day, of you drinking your water every, like those small things, like it doesn't matter where you're at right now. I promise you those habits are going to shift the trajectory of your life. Yeah. And you are going in a different way. And it doesn't, I mean, I remember like at the beginning of all this last year, like I thought, I mean, you just, I mean, diet culture, it it's everywhere, but like you just say you start a program, like mm-hmm. I'll just give Octavia an example. Um, like you throw out all the junk and you have all this new stuff and you get the gym membership and you do this and you do that and you spend all this money, but like, what is actually changing? Like, you think you're like uphauling your whole life mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're going to do all of these habits. You're going to work out. You're going to eat well, you're going to like all of these different things. And then you do it one day and you can't sustain it. So it's not only like unsustainable, but you're also not being productive because you know that like the next few days you're going to tail it. I used to do that all the time. I would be up here. I'm just saying like up high and do all of these things. And then I would crash because I wasn't able to maintain any of it. Um, and it sounds counterproductive because I know that that's, I can think back to where my mindset was of like, if I just walked every single day, like that wouldn't change anything. I really didn't think it would change anything. Um, I didn't think journaling would help. I didn't think these little small things would help. Um, but they, they really do make the, the biggest difference and you don't really, you really don't see it immediately. And the days just feel like, oh, well, that was a long day. (laughs) That was another long day. And and then you have some time under your belt and you're like, oh, you kind of look back and you're like, okay, I got some, I got some stuff done. Um, and, and I, I think I mentioned it in the, the, one of our previous podcasts, I think it was a Bruce Lee, but, um, one of the other quotes we were talking about was like, with Jordan Peterson, like he was talking about like the very small little things in your life are the things you should actually pay attention to, not the vacations to the Bahamas. Like those are once in a lifetime things. And people think that that's where the focus is, but it's really in like, what's in your everyday life. What is consisting, like what's making up your days as a whole, 
those are the things that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life, basically. No. <laughs> so one, enjoy them. And then two, focus on them and make them worthwhile and generally in the direction of where you want to go. I, I love that. I love anything that like really reminds us to be present and to really like be part of it. And speaking of like vacations, like I've heard this um, analogy of, you know, what's, what's the, you go on vacation and if it's really about the nest destination, like where is the final destination when you're on vacation? It's to come back home. Yeah. So clearly that's not the goal. The destination is not the goal. The goal is to actually enjoy the journey along the way. And that is the whole thing again with making a sustainable lifestyle change. And again, I, oh, like I've just had this conversation recently with somebody and it was just like, well, what is the, like they were trying like the keto and again, full respect. I need everyone yeah. to hear me when I say full respect to whatever it is that you are trying and wherever you are in your health journey. Because I know that sometimes we are just, it feels like we're throwing spaghetti at the wall and this just, this has worked in the past. And so we're trying it again. And, and it just feels like the only thing that we know right now. And it's really scary to, to not feel, to not up up level your whole life, right. Or to not, um, overhaul everything. It feels scary to do these small things. Like you said, because what, what is walking by the way, guys, walking will do a shit ton for you. Mm -hmm. Like if you're nothing else, like, please just go for a walk after dinner or in the morning when you wake up, I promise it is life-changing and will change your body. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, I was talking to them and just like, I asked, I asked them, I was like, so why are you doing all of this? Cause he had lost the weight before and had put the weight back, you know, cause that's what you do on mm -hmm. most all diets. <laughs> um, and he's just like, well, you know, it worked in the past. So it, I, I figured if I do a couple more months like this, then and I'm like, and then what, yep. you know what I mean? Like, and I know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if, and then you ask like, well, if it really worked, wouldn't it still be working? Like, yes. Hello. <laughs> But you gotta like, it's so weird. Like you definitely, especially when it comes, I guess like nutrition, religion, politics, like all these things, like you, you realize you can't go about it defensively. Like, cause so yeah. many people, like we start identifying with that thing, yeah. but just kind of like recognizing like, okay. But it was the question that you started out with that just like made me super, super happy. And you're just like, why am I doing all of this anyway? And like at the moment before we started, we hit record, you literally had asked that question yeah. like four years and you meant it. Yes. You're just like, why am I doing all of this anyway? And I'm like yeah. that, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So I would love Victoria right now. Why are you doing all of this anyway? Can I give you an analogy? Absolutely. I, I listened to a CrossFit podcast that I absolutely love. It's a little vulgar, but I love it. <laughs> um, and a lot of CrossFit competitors have been popping for a bunch of different performance enhancing drugs. And one of the analogies that the, this guy gave was, so like, say you worked like 10 years in the sport and you finally made like the CrossFit games or whatever that the outcome you, you accomplished the outcome. Like, you know, you put the work in to get there and you built the character and the resilience and the strength. And like, you've had the high highs, the low lows. Like somebody that uses performance enhancing drugs, you know, they get, maybe they are three years in, but they just, and then they make their games or they have this grand outcome. Like they've skipped out on all the experience that 
the muscle building, the like all of that, the stuff that the person that didn't use them um, did. And so like, they just kind of fast tracked it and they, they just kind of took, I don't, it's not the easy way out, but there, it, it is what it is. Everyone can do whatever the hell they want, but in this respect of what I'm thinking, like the way that it's clicking in my mind is I have to put the work in to be the type of person that I want to be. And like, there are, I mean, in any business, like there's so many times where you're going to see an empty bank account before you see the profit and you're still poor. I mean, you know, this, like you're still pouring your heart and your soul into it because you believe in it. Um, and so I'm, I, and I understand that logically. And so I'm just trying to transfer it into other aspects, this aspect of my life of, I want to be somebody that has like gone through hard things and isn't going to give up. Um, I think ultimately one of the big things is I want to be a mom and I don't want to have an unhealthy pregnancy and I want to feel good when I'm pregnant. I mean, there's many, many things, but I want to be a healthy human. I want to be a healthy mom. I want to be able to instill like values and healthy things into my children. Um, and I ultimately knew that the person that I was, I would say a year ago was not that person. And if I wanted to be all these things and I had to start doing the things that that person would do. And so that's kind of like, I guess, full circle of, I don't want to fast track things. I don't want to, I think diet culture is very like quick fix. I don't want to have a quick fix. I want things to be sustainable. And I think also it just feeling good. I think just that feeling of, okay, I know I'm doing the right thing. I know that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's not a very concrete answer, but that's kind of my reason behind it. And yeah. I love that answer. I love it. Like for me, again, it's, it's not about the outcome. It's about who you become along yeah. the way. And it, and just, and again, and this is something like at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. Yeah. And you look in the mirror and I, again, I've talked about mirror work in the past, but like, can you look in the mirror and not at your flaws? Cause remember what you focus on expands flaws in quotations, but can you instead look into your eyes, look into the beautiful soul and person that you are look and see the effort and the sweat and the tears and the everything that you are pouring into this, can you see that and appreciate it and recognize yourself and feel proud of the effort that you are putting in? And I promise you like that can shift everything in the way that you can, and you have been, no matter what, I know you've had some like rougher weeks. It's been a little bit emotional. It hasn't been showing up the way you, whatever else, but like, I think if you, and, and me and everyone, but if we can just take a moment to just see ourselves and be proud of ourselves for what we have done, I really do think that then that expands, that builds even more momentum. We feel even better. The stress of like, oh my gosh, I've been doing all these things. It's not, nothing's working. Am I doing it right? Am I, maybe I'm doing da da da. Maybe I should be doing but when you can just feel proud of yourself and appreciate where you are in this moment of this part of the journey. Oh. Yeah. And I think another, I, 
I am, I think I'm trying to think back to when I was kind of just first starting all of this, like, I really just didn't really know, well, what would that person eat? Well, what would, like, what would they actually eat? What would they actually do? And, and letting go of that. And we, I don't remember what Alex, the, the term is, but like, he was basically saying, you know, instead of thinking, and I'm just going to use the example of like a marriage, right. Instead Mm -hmm. of thinking of like how to make the best marriage possible, like what are the things that you wouldn't do if you're trying to sabotage this marriage? Like what are those things? Inversion thinking. Like, and so what are things that like the shittiest version of you would do? Like, and make a list of those things and just don't do those things. And then you're not on the trajectory to go down that path. Like, and so that was the other way I was thinking of it. Cause I was just struggling of like, what are those things that I need to do? And I was just like, well, how do I just not, not be that yeah. like just cringe version of me? <laughs> it's so true. It's such an interesting way of thinking about things. Like, so the inversion thinking is by Charlie Munger, who I believe is like uh, Warren Buffett's right-hand man. And like, it's this idea of, again, just, okay, like, you know, if I want to be the most unhealthiest, yeah. like just lethargic, feel terrible in my body, what do I need to do in order? Well, you know what? I'm just going to have shitty sleep. You know, I'm just going to make sure that I work constantly and like that I'm, I don't have any stress management and that I'm getting an averaging like four to five hours of sleep every night. Okay. What else would I do? You know, I'm going to make sure that I am just eating foods that are just pure, whatever, like sugar, or don't make me feel good, or don't have any protein in them, or I'm not going to have any vegetables and I'm never going to drink water. And I'm, I'm just going to sit, I'm just going to sit at my desk and I'm never going to get up and I'm never going to take walks and I'm never going to, you know what I mean? And it sounds so ridiculous, but like, then like you realize like, okay, so those are the things that would cause me to feel terrible. So now all I have to do is do the opposite. Okay. So I'm going to make sure that I get up and moving. I'm going to make sure I drink water. I'm going to make sure I prioritize like having good sleep. Like um, I'm going to make sure I prioritize eating protein at each of my meals and having vegetables at as many meals as possible. Like those are the, and, and just making it simpler because otherwise it, like you said, it is so difficult in this world of diet culture of what's right what's wrong like my god they like to complicate complicate it and be like oh my gosh if you eat this food you're gonna die it's gonna literally like clog up every cell of your body and now you will have like cancer forever if you have one thing of this whatever kind of oil right it terrifies you and then people get in paralysis analysis they don't even know what to do they don't know what's right they don't know what's wrong they're scared to eat anything and then they get panicked because they're starving and they just eat a sleeve of Oreos because they say, fuck it. <laughs> no. And that's, and once you, I mean, now that inversion thinking doesn't work all of the time, but there are some times when I have to like really put it straight to myself of like, do you really want to mess this thing up? Like, this is your one life. Mm-hmm. This is the one time that you have, are you really going to sabotage yourself that much? Do you have like even the littlest bit of self-worth and understanding that like you are here for a purpose and you can do the things that you know that you should be doing. So do those things. And like, that would, that gets me going sometimes. Like that's the, I guess, momentum sometimes that I need that other people need. So I have one last question. I know we're, we're going to try yes. and wrap this up a little bit smaller or shorter or whatever else, but I know that there might be moments in your journey here yes. where you have a fear of putting the weight back on. Yes. 
And I know like it's been a very large number that you have lost. Yes. What do you do to work through that fear and what I would call like a cognitive fallacy at this point? Interesting question. <laughs> um, I am not for the most part doing any of the things that I was doing when I was at my heaviest weight. Boom. So <laughs> that's the answer. Like I, I feel so like I, I couldn't even, you know, sense hunger. I couldn't even sense full, like I didn't have any of that. And now I have all of the data that I've collected over the past year. And I have all of these habits and the mental toughness challenges that I've done um, that I know that that's impossible. Like I, I just, I know that. So that's my answer. <laughs> I know. And I love, and the reason I, because yeah. I, I know you're, I know that that fear may still come yeah. up from time to time. Like, and I, I, I think it's completely valid. Yeah. I hear it all the time from people who've lost, like who are on a weight loss journey. And they're just like, mm -hmm. I'm so afraid. Like, you don't understand, like the weight might just come back on. And I'm like, I understand that how scary that is, but everything that you're doing, this isn't just a, this is now just a part of who you are. I know you feel yeah. it. Yeah. I know you do. Like there is no possibility of you ever going back because these are just like, this is just who you are now. It's not you yeah. on a diet. Yeah. That's, I think the, and just from that reminder of, you know, like I was thinking yesterday, oh my gosh, like we did so much walking and me a year ago would have been getting an Uber, like spending mm -hmm. the money. And I'm like, no, this is, it's a mile away. We can walk. Like my feet hurt. My feet are jacked right now, but <laughs> like, I know that those things, and I also haven't the men, I think it's just the men, like it's everything knowing like the mindset stuff that if I am trending towards like feeling depressed, I'm going to do things to like with all of my might to increase my happiness, if you will, mm -hmm. like increase joy, increase all of those things so that it doesn't get to not being able to get out of bed, those types of things. So yeah. It really is like it, but it's, it's being able to recognize the triggers and recognize the things that they are. And like that, there was a whole study done, like obviously 96% of diets fail. Like, I really hope people hear me on like 96% of people who go on a diet will fail, fail, meaning that they will regain the weight, if not more within two to five years. AKA like, the odds are not in your favor. No. <laughs> Just save yourself some time. Now that does not mean that that long-term weight loss is not a possibility. I am not Correct. saying that at all, but the biggest thing that happens for people that actually keep the weight loss off is an identity shift. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're this like overweight person who will always struggle with their weight on a diet. They are just now, I am a fit person. I am a healthy person. I am like, and I think a big thing that I encourage a lot of my clients to do is, and you, I am a role model. I am a role model. I have become, this is your term. 
I have become the person I needed most. Yes. And you really, and, and it is by you continuing to show up and do this podcast, even when it's hard. And even when you've had low moments, because you are documenting the journey, because you know, there is no going back because this is the person you are now and how beautiful for you to document this hard part of the journey for those who are on it too, and are looking at you as their role model, as their coach, as their mentor. And so like, those are some of the biggest things for me and have that kept me going and helped me as I was like, I have to continue to be a role model and practice what I preach because I realize that I, I'm a model for others. Yeah. And, and people, I mean, obviously we're a little bit louder on social media than, you know, a normal human, but, and you even more so, but like people <laughs> are watching, like people, yes. people, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm not like a stalker, but like, I know when like, I look at people's Instagrams and I look at them like, what are they doing? Like, what are they doing with their life? What are they like? What does their everyday look like? Is it actually like that? Like, what are the things that are going on? And like, just knowing that like people are watching and they are people that I would have never thought would have, you know, come across my page or whatever, cared, whatever it is like that to them, it meant something. And to them, like, and so just knowing that, I think it's um, almost an additional pressure, but not a stress. It's more of like, okay, I clearly hold myself to this standard and, and I'm showing other people as well, that this is the standard that I hold myself to. And it also inspires other people to do uh, like things for themselves. Like I got a message from a guy that I went to college with And he was like, oh my gosh, like you have just inspired me, like not to go on a diet, not to do like, but to just take care of myself. And I was just like, cool, like, that's awesome. Um, But otherwise I would have never really thought that, you know, he cared or needed something like that. Um, So no, people don't realize, like you don't realize who's watching that goes for, if you're a parent, you don't realize (laughs) what your kids are seeing. Exactly. Promise you your actions speak louder than words always. And so yeah. living in like in, in truth with yourself and who you want to be. And again, it's not about being perfect, but being like, this is the type of person that I want to be. Did I live up to this? Like, I want to be more, more disciplined. I want to be better with my time management. I want to be someone who's healthy and fit and takes care of herself and prioritize. Like I have all these things. Do I fall short? Of course, every single day, but you know what? I don't focus on the shortcomings anymore. I focus on the things that I did do that did cast a vote for the type of person that I want to be the type of role model that I want to be. And that's where I have to be able to find my joy because it's not always in my bank account or on the scale or in my relationship status, does it always show up? But I have to know that I did my best. Yeah. That was a good one. Love you guys. I know, sorry, these have been- Please please make sure to comment uh, or like leave a review, um, subscribe. And if you know somebody that is going through any of these types of things, just send them the link. All you have to do is like click the little share button and copy the link and send it to them. Um, because 
you don't really know like what's going to click with some people and what's going to click with others. But in the times that I have even shared my own, our own podcast, like it has made such a difference, I think in people's lives. So, and there's like, guys, this is sometimes hard for us to find the time to do too, but I know that it's really important for us to stay consistent and to continue to like show up show up, even if no one's really like, show up just because we said we were going to do, do this and consistently release these on Tuesdays. So, yeah. um, anyway, thank you all for being here, being part of our growing and learning process. Um, also, if you do know someone who struggles or you yourself, if you struggle with feeling all or nothing with food, we do have a very special breakthrough, um, break free from the all or nothing with food, um, masterclass and training link down below. Feel free to check that out. But other than that, guys, we'll let you go here. Be it until you become it. Let go of the outcome and focus on the person you are becoming in the process and take joy in the journey. Amen. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys.